Who's wrong and who's wronger? In this corner, followed by Millions James, the exploding unicorn breakwell. And in that corner, ignored by Millions Steve Dash, Rinko Lieber. Everybody, welcome back to Wrong and Wronger. You don't have to talk to James Breakwell this morning, and for that, I kind of envy you. But he does join me. My brother from a mother that disowned him and loves me more, <laughs> James, to the exploding uniform Breakwell. James, how you doing today, man? I'm spectacular, because I've been what? sitting on something for two or three weeks. I'm not sure how long it's been since we recorded Wrong and Wronger, but... <laughs> <laughs> After the last time we actually did, I got an email. And you you know how much I love feedback from the internet. It's pretty much my I'm favorite thing in the world. I'm surprised you even looked at it. <laughs> <laughs> so I got this email and uh okay. I just I would like to read it now for your uh, for your listening pleasure. Here it is. All right. Yeah. Just, Hello James and Dr. Steve. I've been listening to your podcast for several years. During that time, I have come to appreciate your views and sense of humor on many topics. There's you... a butt coming. <laughs> <laughs> Only for one of us. Oh, no. <laughs> you both are well-educated and have written many books. I would also say you both are well-spoken and understand vernacular. So why does Dr. Steve constantly uh -oh. and consistently mispronounce the word deer? It's not deers. <laughs> it is deer. The same for just one or more than one. Consequently, what? the English language can be messy and confusing, but I didn't make the rule. Perhaps he could follow it. Thanks. <laughs> and I would just like to point out that I have raised this yeah. issue many, many, many times, and I finally just gave up. I accepted the fact that Steve is irredeemable. But I'm glad, I'm glad that, that, that there's a reader out there that still holds hope for you. They believe that you can improve and do huh. better, Steve. And I think you owe it to them and the world to finally and forever abandon that S on the end of deer. I can't do it. <laughs> you can't do Why can't you do it? <laughs> First of all, let me say, and <laughs> my, uh, my Twitter stalker, Terry Seaving, has pointed out to everybody who has made mention of this on Twitter, at least, that uh, it is accepted in the English language to say deers as the plural of deer. It's not oft used. And as you and I have done many a time, we are resurrecting adages of yore. <laughs> and uh, I am bringing this one back. And it started as a goof. But here's how the etiology has run. Because I have an aunt in Wisconsin, my Aunt Barb. And uh, she is sort of a gentleman farmer. Her family is all... We, we would go visit her because they had a farm and they had animals and and uh, rabbits and cows mm -hmm. and uh, it cannot be left unsaid by her every time i use deers that the proper word is deer and i don't know why it just bugs her so bad but nothing brings me more joy than to bug her that bad and so i started using deers and then it became a thing 
And now I have to physically autocorrect deer when I'm talking to people who don't understand <laughs> that I jokingly use deers all the time. Like, it's hard for me to do. But then as people started getting torqued about it on social media, Terry Seaving every time would come to my aid and do a screenshot <laughs> of whatever dictionary.com site he went to that said deers is acceptable. So, James, I must take umbrage with our dear listener and point out that if anyone has listened to this show for years, there's obviously something wrong with them. Oh. And so their position <laughs> on deer versus deers is sort of invalidated by their life choices of paying attention to wrong and wronger. But I also must say they're uh, they're wrong. Well, I mean, that. That, that is the name of the podcast. Um, yeah, I, I, I will. You know, I hate I hate to defend you, so so I won't. But <laughs> <laughs> I had Are you okay? I had no idea that uh, that you were purposely trolling people. I just I just kind of assumed you didn't know how words worked. But uh, <laughs> so it, it gives me a little bit of hope that you, that you are are doing it wrong on purpose. I will say though that there is no you know there's no boss of the English language. And the things that people say are rules of English aren't rules at all because there's no, like, law of the English language. There's no governing body. Uh, in France, there actually is a governing body that they, like, approve words and rules of grammar. So if you speak French, wow. you can absolutely be wrong. In English, you, you cannot be wrong. I mean, you might disagree with some, like, uh, grammar book from the 1800s, but the guy who made the grammar book in the 1800s wasn't the boss of the English language either, any more than if I make a, uh, you know, a book of the English language, that, I, that wouldn't make me the boss of it. And you, sir, are certainly not the boss of it, and no one will be following what? any rules you make. Um, I think... <laughs> I think it was Samuel Coolridge that said, you know, a word is something spoken and understood. And when you say dears, people understand what you mean. And what you mean <laughs> is that you're not very smart. The message gets what? through loud and clear. <laughs> and every time you convey exactly what is meant and people are people are picking up what you're putting down. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I believe it was Strunk and White that said, I am the boss of you, if uh, I'm not mistaken. You and I might be the only two humans that get that reference, by the way. Go ahead and knock that number down to one. You don't know Strunk and White? No, are you making up things again? No, no, that's sort of the definitive guide of the English language, that rules like, all the rules are in there. Strunk and White, I can't remember. I can't remember the title of the book, but everyone refers to it as Strunk and White. And if you have a question on how to split an infinitive, for example, to boldly go where no man has gone before, you refer to Strunk and White to see if you're kosher or not. That used to be, it's sort of like uh, the, uh, the APA reference guide to how to do citations and structure and technical writing. Strunk ah. and White is sort of the literary guide of that. Yeah, there are some, there are some rules that really uh, grind my gears. because they, they just don't make sense. The split infinitive, again, no boss in the English language. Who cares if you split it? Sometimes that's, it's just the way people talk. And uh, if you don't split it, it sounds, uh, it sounds weird. But the biggest one is uh, ending prepositions. You know, where are you going? Oh, you and 
and I have battled about that. Yeah, yeah, and it's, I mean, some of them, like, where are you going to? You don't need the two at the end, but there are some situations where you do need it, and you have to really make the the sentence convoluted uh, to not do it. Or like, um, you know, the, uh, you cannot tell a a successful joke uh, saying he or she. Like, I've written all these parenting books, and I use the singular they, which technically, like in older English, was not a, th- a thing, and then it wasn't a thing, and now it is a thing again, and it's all tied up in gender pro- uh, you know, pronouns and all that, the, the politics of that. But, like, if you're going to tell a joke about kids, you know, what are they going to do? Uh, you can't say, you know, what are he or she, what is he or she going to do? You cannot possibly ever in any situation set up a successful joke that starts out with he or she it just it just does not work singular there is amazing and i've had people just destroy my books in reviews because i use the singular they now granted people hate my books for all sorts of reasons and if you're gonna if you're gonna (laughs) hate it for anything i guess i'm okay with hating it for the they because like there i'm on the high ground I mean, not from like, not like the, you know, the, the culture wars aspect, just from the grammar aspect. Singular they is awesome and utilitarian and people use it every day in speech. And it really, if you're going to write anything that's funny or relatable, you kind of need yeah. to write the way people speak. That's just kind of, it's yeah. kind of the functional language. Yeah, we don't wear powdered wigs and knickers when we're writing humor. Yes. Like, uh, well, maybe you which don't. Which is the but... other... <laughs> What? <laughs> Maybe you don't. I, don't don't I judge mean, how I, I dress. Them, I don't trot them out of the closet every time I'm going to sit down at the keyboard. But, uh, yeah, I, I, I love uh, how people attack humorous and comedians because of the way that they think or word things. And it's like, what, what are they supposed to do? Use, like, uh, thee and thou and here to and weather for? Like, that doesn't work. I use a lot of sentence fragments, too. I just find for the cadence of writing, because, again, it's, it's how people speak. You don't always speak with a subject and a verb. Sometimes you have a longer passage, and then you have a shorter thing that's just a few words. And I, I can't give you a good example right now, but pretty much every time I write a newsletter, there are, are countless sentence fragments. And people don't get on me for that. What people, what people love getting on me for is when I use the wrong form of a homophone like waste, like toxic waste, <laughs> or like waste with your waistline. So what yeah. I do when I write uh, to make it faster, because again, I, I write how I speak. I've gotten so that I just narrate it out loud. I use voice to text, and then yeah. when I'm editing, I do a lot of the editing where I have the uh, where I have the app read it back to me. So you would think I'm probably functionally illiterate. There's a lot of talking going on here and not a lot of reading. (laughs) But in both those situations, what gets missed is homophones. Uh, Also, you know, it's a 2,000-word article, and I'm a a one-man operation over here. So mistakes happen. But boy, man, the, the stakes are so high. If you, uh, you know, if you make a error like that, an obvious error where people can feel smarter than you, and you send that error out yeah. to 90 or 100,000 people, the number of emails you're going to get back pointing out that <laughs> error is substantial. It's stupid, oh, yes. Oh, man. Man, I remember when you and I first met. And we started doing this podcast. It was like almost literally two or three weeks in. You had a typo or a mistake in one of your columns or something you wrote. And I said, if you want, you can pass it by me if you want to put another set of eyeballs on it before you send it out. And that seemed to offend you. Well, yeah. like, you were like, why? 
What are you doing? What do you want? It's, uh, I, yeah, I just, I, I don't need gatekeepers. I, I do the best I can, but, I mean, truthfully, you could have two people proofread it or a hundred people proofread it. There's, there's stuff that's just going to slip through. I mean, I have professionally caught copy-edited books, and there's always something. And when, again, when you, when, when that many, you know, you, you write a book and five or ten or fifteen thousand people read it, eventually there's going to be something that somebody somewhere catches. I mean, if a book is a hundred thousand words, not that any might have been, I, I've got one out that's ninety thousand words. I mean, in 90,000 words, you're going to tell me that there's not one mistake that, you know, five different proofreaders didn't miss. I mean, it, it's, it's possible. It, it, things slip through. Uh, and usually the best time to find a typo is about 30 seconds after it's too late to fix. It's, you, know, you know this from Twitter. <laughs> you know, I'll sit there and I'll proofread a tweet 15 times and it looks perfect and I'll send it out. And right after I hit send, I will see the most glaringly obvious typo in the history of the world. And that just is what it is. Because what's happening there, I'm not missing the typo. A witch is coming in and cursing my tweet and adding it after the fact. <laughs> I mean, same thing with my newsletters and my books. I am, I am blameless in these scenarios. I can't imagine how... Well, that's one of the benefits, or not one of the... But one of the upgrades that Elon Musk did to Twitter was now you have 30 minutes to make that correction. And really? I remember when it first happened, I'm like... Who in their right mind would ever use this thing? And I've used it like a hundred times since then because you're absolutely right. Y your brain auto-corrects to what it should be after you write it because mm. your brain is thinking, well, I'm pretty darn smart. How could I possibly make a mistake? And then you hit send and your brain has that buyer's remorse thing where it looks at it and goes, God, I suck. And then you see the errors. But yeah, now you have 30 minutes to make the correction and I'll be darned I've used that thing quite a bit. We could, we could edit tweets now? I had no idea. Yeah. I had no idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Although I, I had yeah, to delete. Yeah, you got a half hour. I had to delete one the other day, but I caught it at 33 minutes, so that would not have helped me. So, uh. yeah, I was, <laughs> oh, man. It's, uh, I mean, I, I don't know how your Twitter accounts been doing, but I, uh, once upon a time, I was kind of a big deal on Twitter, and now I am, uh, oh, now I'm not so much. a big deal. I, uh, oh, give me a break. Oh, my gosh. The number of followers I have been losing has been incredible. It is, the, the, the engagements are plummeting, the follower numbers are plummeting, I am... I yeah, am the guy I who formerly had a million followers on Twitter. Now I'm the guy with 991,000 <laughs> followers on Twitter, which is which is nothing. I'm a nobody. I'm basically eating garbage no. out of a trash can on the internet. It, it is what it is, Steve. I've accepted my feet, fate. Empires rise and empires fall, and my Twitter empire is on the decline, which is why I need to get this podcast thing to take off. It's my last hope, and you are holding me on back. Back by adding what? S to deer. You gotta stop it, Steve. <laughs> you are driving away. We would have like like 10 or maybe 12 listeners if you would just stop putting S on deer. I'm, I'm gonna stand by that. I don't know if I should feel guilt or elation when I hear things like that because it's like, good, good. We're, we're gonna keep this to a small but tight-knit community of seven listeners. And uh, Judy P is the captain of the team. She's running the ship here. 
Man. And so I, I have to I, I have to to uh, sabotage any other uh, uh, wannabes that want to jump on board. There's only so much food to go around, James. Come on. Yeah, I doubt Judy P cares about deer or deers, but she might care about moose or mooses or or if you're really wild, meese. I mean, up up there in the frigid north, you know, it's a, that, that's a big deal. You got to call those by the proper name, or they will take offense and they will trample you to death. <sighs> Who would use mooses, James? I'm not a monster. Come <laughs> you, on. Every everything in your history <laughs> suggests that you are 100% a monster, and I will not be convinced otherwise. But I, man, that, I got that email, and it just made me happy. Every time I've thought of it for the past two weeks, I smiled. Like she she called you out so eloquently and so nicely. She called you doctor at every turn, yes! and she just destroyed you for adding that s. But you know, I think you're you're just a broken person now. I don't think you even can autocorrect back to not using the S. It's just going to be an S from here on out. Your children are going to say S. Your grandchildren are going to say S. And there is going to be just like a community there in the hills of Tennessee that says deers instead of deer. And nobody's going to know that you're doing it ironically. You're just going to be a clan of hillbillies. You have you have doomed generations to being judged. I, I hope you. I hope you're happy with yourself. Uh, well, first of all, <coughs> every day I'm happy with myself, especially when I wander past the mirror on the way to the bathtub. If you know what I'm saying? I say ooh la la. But uh, it's I am I'm growing less and less apt to take the S off <laughs> when I use deer, even out in casual company. But I I am uh, I'm more self-conscious of it when i'm in mixed company as when i'm on social media have you noticed the uh, judgment of your rural tennessee peers the guys <laughs> standing around in overalls at the corner diner have they started to look down on you a little bit for your inability to speak properly first of all i'm wearing overalls right now <laughs> Are you i just really? have a jacket over it. <laughs> <laughs> and second of all it's funny, at the diner, where we go many times a week, it, we've been going many times a week for a year, every employee there knows us, and they all come over and talk to us, and yet, not a single one of them knows my real name. Like, it's on my debit card that I use every time I'm in there, but they don't care. They call me, and I found this out only in the last couple of weeks, they call me Weird Drink Guy. What? That's my <laughs> monitor behind us. <laughs> Weird drink guy? Okay. Well, yes! What are you drinking? I drink... I, it's a totally normal mixture of half Coke, half water. What? What? Yeah. yeah. You earned that name. What is wrong with you? <laughs> if you don't want the calories, get Diet Coke. <laughs> it's not about the calories. I would water down Diet Coke. It, it, is the flavor too intense for you? You need to blandify your life a little bit. I mean, <laughs> man, Diet Coke is too intense. Too much flavor. It's just overwhelming you. No wonder you went out to live in the middle of nowhere. You were easily overstimulated. You got watery Coke. What, would you get ice and let it melt? I didn't, what, what is wrong with you? What is going on? Who am I talking to here? 
I am so upset right now. This is worse than deers. Half diet. I mean, if he was a half Coke, half Sprite, he'd be like, all right, that's a suicide. You're drinking like you're 10. That's fine. Live it up, man. Live it up. But, man, half Coke, half water? I can't believe you're outraged over something yes. so normal, James. Those poor people Don't at the diner. Me. Why have they not banned you yet? <laughs> that you've never had an inkling or a curiosity maybe in college you know when everything was sky's the limit to just try it out i i think this will be the new sensation that sweeps the nation james breakwell so the first time you yeah. place this order just like walk me through yeah. the reaction of the server i <laughs> it was Pretty much what you see. I had to. You can't see what I'm doing, but you will in post. Now, nah, hell, you don't watch this anyway. <laughs> but uh, the first time I order it anywhere, and I order it everywhere, I use my fingers to go Coke water, so that they understand. Like if I say half Coke, half water, I've tried it before, and they're like, yeah, 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 whatever. And then I get a glass of Coke, which is fine, but it's not ideal. You know what I mean? So I have to like physically do the proportions with my hands so they know I'm not kidding. I want half Coke and half water. And here is the depth of my pathology, James. My new instruction, because they've screwed up the ratio too many times, is that the Coke has to go in first because the bottom half of the glass is a little bit smaller than the top half of the glass, and I don't want it <laughs> too cokey. So oh my gosh! <laughs> oh my gosh! Too cokey! That's a true story. I'm not ashamed. Do you do you <sighs> put ice in this monstrosity? Yeah, that's the other issue with the bottom half is that ice takes up some of the volume. So if you put water in first, there's not a lot of water. So it gets too cokey. Yes. So you, yes. Are, you are drinking water with a hint of Coke. That is that is what you are it's, telling me. It's, my bottom line is I want it to be like Coke-flavored Kool-Aid. What would happen mm -hmm. if you just drank just Coke, just something with actual flavor like a human being? It's it's too thick. It's too thick. It's a liquid, Steve. It goes right down. No, it's like too sweet or something. I don't know. It's syrupy. I like to cut that a little bit. You know, I'm I'm suddenly making all kinds of connections in my mind. Like you are the guy who likes what well done steaks with a one steak oh. sauce. It just you can't now ketchup. Ketchup. You can't. You ketchup. can't taste your taste buds are broken this <laughs> this all makes sense you don't know what food is maybe maybe you're an alien from another planet and your mouth is just for show you're just kind of shoveling food and beverages in your food hole and like simulating human reaction but I, I man yeah i guess i guess thinking back your your opinion on every food and beverage item ever has been wrong so why should i be surprised <laughs> That you're drinking water with a drop of Coke in it. I mean, I just, I, what do you, do you tip them like 200%, I hope? I mean, you got to factor in that it's, you know, it's 50% it's Coke, 50% water, 1% server spit. Because you know they're not giving that to you in its whole form. <sighs>
Well, as soon as they see me walking in, they begin preparing the magic elixir, and it arrives at my table at roughly the time I do now. They all know the weird drink guy. Actually, here's here's the more important question. This is the mm -hmm. this is a cross section of ethics and capitalism. You are not getting a full drink. You are getting half a drink. So, do they bill you <laughs> for half a soft drink, or do they bill you for the full thing? That is an excellent question, James. <laughs> it depends on who our girl is because some of them just charge it as water and I don't pay anything. Whoa. And some of them charge it as Coke. Yes. yes. So that's what you're doing. You're stealing. Now it makes more sense. Like, just give me give me half water, but bill me or give me half Coke, but bill me for no Coke. That's that's what we're going to do here. Just down on the sly, because really, I'm guessing you get free refills for this monstrosity. So even if you get half a Coke, <laughs> if you get 10 half a Cokes, that's five Cokes like you are. You are robbing this this Diner blind. Well, it's about half and half with the wait staff, so I think it ends up coming out in the wash okay. Man, you are uh, you are out of control. This started what? out with a, with an even-handed discussion of the English language and ended with yeah. your beverage crime spree. Like you should be in prison. <laughs> you are you steal two dollars from this diner every time you go and you go five times a week. I mean you've gotta be over the three hundred dollar line for a felony. Holy cow. Wow. You know, as much as I would love to continue talking about my life of malfeasance, we, we do have to get going, James. I, I hope by the end of the week, when we meet again, you are able to wrap your head around this and make your peace with the fact that I'm far more normal than your original assessment. You know what? My wife, for whatever yep. reason, looks upon you favorably and asks about your well-being <laughs> from time to time. And I am going to tell her this story, and you will be dead to her. Like, I'm glad. Any, any pro-Steve feelings in her heart will be crushed forever. So thank you for this. Between the deers and the half-coke, you are dead uh. in the Breakwell house. Wow. That is a loss that I will feel for decades. James, <laughs> Well, if you would like to weigh in, write to Breakwell. Apparently, he reads all viewer mail. That's awesome. <laughs> Only... But until we meet again, and I defend my right to be right, homonyms, and they're spelled the same, this is Steve Williams, Dr. Steve for James. I use the word homonym conversationally. Breakwell saying thanks for watching, thanks for listening, and if you don't mind, get your homonym out of my driveway. I got to go to work. Two wrongs can make a right.